0: Let's go. Drop the mic and walk away. I'm not walking away. Oh. Wax. And then you're gonna talk down on me like, I'm supposed to approach you about a situation I didn't even know about? I thought we was supposed to be cool. Wow. you might want to get some tickets from us so you can have better seats. You broke up that fight that last time. you got to do your back out. Not well, not on seat oh, today. I think you're trying to act as though you're something that you're not. What am I? The official WAGS podcast.
1: Welcome to Clap Back. I'm Drew Picorny. And I'm Morgan Stewart. And in a little bit, I'll be talking to Dominique Penn, so you want to stick around for that. Hey, Morgan. Was
2: that a weird introduction of myself?
1: I mean, I feel like it was fine. It
2: was good. I feel like I can't say my name ever really properly.
1: Really? You have a hard time saying, I'm Morgan Stewart?
2: I'm Morgan Stewart. Yeah. I don't love it. Don't love it. Well,
1: You can use my name if you want to. You're so good at it. It's a weird name. I was just talking to somebody in the office today whose name... Do I say his name? His name is John Wood. And I'm like, you're so lucky you have a a normal name, John Wood. It's strong. It is strong. It sounds cool. It's not quirky.
2: No, but I like quirky. I think quirky's great. Uh,
1: Well, anyway... I'm so tired. I am oh so my tired. God. I really want to cope. Like,
2: we need to always have a soda here, but when we sit down.
1: I you know. Cope. I'm like, oh, God, I'm debating whether or not to start this over. Because no.
2: Really? Are you kidding me? We need to let this go.
1: It's just tough. I'm, I'm coming into work so early now. What
2: time did you get up this morning? I was
1: up at 345.
2: Can you imagine? No. Honestly, every time I have to get up at 345, it takes me four days to recover. <laughs> I, mean, I got up at 730 today and my face hasn't recovered since then.
1: I am up at 345. And, and the hard part about waking up that early is you really can't wake up very much because you're trying to be so quiet.
2: Right. You know, my
1: boyfriend is in bed. I want to let him sleep. So I'm doing everything very, very quietly. Mm-hmm. It's If you got to wake up early, you want to be able to clang pans around, you know, make coffee, be loud, grind the beans, all of that kind of stuff. I can't do that.
2: Did it hurt to work up that early? Like physically hurt a little bit?
1: It wasn't that bad. What? I can do it. I actually woke up my own on my own at 345. My alarm was set for four and I woke up at 345 and I was like, great. The thing is, is that I love it. I work. You know, for those Close of you, by. those of you playing along at home, I work here at E. Ooh, E and I produce on another show called Daily Pop. And so we gotta be here early because the news comes in, you gotta get yep. it ready, we go live on the air, it's like booga booga boo. <laughs> so <laughs> you gotta be here. But and I do love that. Mm-hmm. I actually love it. I actually love waking up early and I love getting on top of it. Tell me
2: about your what you're eating, like in the morning. Are you having coffee? Well, that's like, the like what's problem. going on?
1: That's the issue is that I like to eat breakfast, right? Okay. Um. So normally I would have an egg, some spinach. Ooh, I love eggs some, and spinach. Yeah, on some toast, and you know, some coffee, and that's about it, really. I love. I like that breakfast together for me. That, do you
2: make it yourself? Yeah. You do the spinach yourself too? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you sautéing it?
1: Well, I'm. I'm putting. So, you, what you do, if you if you must know, I do. You take the egg. You go ahead and fry that over easy, and once it you flipped it over and it's kind of almost done. You, you lift it up with the spatula, throw a n- nice big handful of organic spinach in there, organic. and then set the egg on top of it, and it only needs a little bit of time for it to wilt down. You put a little salt and pepper on it.
2: Mm. Wow. I'm yeah. starving. <laughs> like, absolutely starving. It's so good. Okay. Well, you know what? Next time, you're going to have to make me breakfast.
1: I will. I will. The, the egg yolk, like, melts into the, uh, you know, like, when you break the yolk, it goes into the uh. spinach, and it makes it all just, like... Delicious. Delicious. What kind yeah. of toast? Organic. I, uh, I of course organic. Um, I do that uh, Mike's uh, Mike's bread or whatever that has all those seeds, like 21 seeds. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I love this. Okay, yeah. so you're not having that now at 3:45. I'm,
1: I'm not having it at 3:45 in the morning. Um, Also, we're out of eggs. (laughs) Just realized this morning. I just got eggs. I know, but the thing is, I love eggs so much, and we go through cartons and cartons of eggs. Don't ask me what kind of eggs are you buying,
2: like Horizon Organic whole egg.
1: I try to buy the good stuff with the really nice, uh, yellow, dark yellow yolks. You know. Oh,
2: I'm with you. You
1: I'm all for that. But um,
2: should we talk about wax?
1: Last night we all watched it. We did. Episode three hundred and five.
2: Yes. Okay.
1: A lot, a lot, a lot went down. I know we say that every week, but this time, finally, I feel like we finally got, finally somewhere, got somewhere with somewhere. <laughs> Autumn-Sasha fight. They finally went at it. Yes. This is what you've been asking for. You're like, well, what? they need to talk to each other. They need to tell each yes. other what their issues are.
2: Okay, so I used to be pro-Autumn, but I felt like when they, when the women finally sat down, I feel like Sasha finally tried... To explain her side of the story I feel like they started out on a good foot I felt like we were really gonna get an explanation from Sasha and really try to you know show autumn like this is why we've ended up in this place right and immediately autumn cut her off
1: do you agree with that it was weird because things escalated very quickly you can tell you can tell that there's just so much
2: built up tension built up
1: tension between these two women Mm -hmm. and They they weren't listening to one another. Things got out of control. I was so surprised that they got so loud in this restaurant. And they're slamming their hands down on the table. It's like, ladies. Calm
2: down. Calm
1: down. You are out in public.
2: I was trying to look around the restaurant. I only saw one person turn around once.
1: I know. No one
2: else was really paying them any mind.
1: I know. Which... I don't know what that says about Los Angeles, but right. obviously people see that there are cameras in there, mm-hmm. you know. So everybody's just trying to go about their lives, right. especially in L.A. People are very blase about cameras. hundred percent. They've all seen it before. Yes. And, and the thing is, is I agreed with Dominique when she was like, look, you two guys, 100%. you just have to hash this out already, like talk to each other and figure it out. And um, because she because didn't she say at some point I'm going to have to.
2: That was my favorite line in the whole episode when she was like, look, I am going to have to decide Mm -hmm. who I'm going to be friends with. I thought that was the most realistic thing anybody said, because you cannot be friends with enemies. It does not work because especially not in the crux of the argument, because the problem is, is that that's all the other one wants to talk about. But I do feel Autumn speaks about it more than Sasha. I feel like Sasha's more reserved as a person. Yeah. And she's just kind of like, I'm ready to just like be done. She's a little bit more. Internal. Yeah. And, and Autumn's just like ready to just.
1: You know, I'm going to. We're having Dominique Penn later on the show, and I'm going to be interviewing her. I'm going to ask her about this, and I'm going to ask her if she can decide what side she wants to come down on. Because it wasn't revealed in last night's episode, but I want to find out where she's leaning. What's your guess? Autumn.
2: Disagree. I think Sasha for sure. Because Autumn talks too much and still wants to bring it up more, at least from what we've seen, mm-hmm. and is getting a little craftier, I think. Okay. And I think Dominique is a little too straight for that kind of behavior. And she's gonna be like, you know what, you do you are talking about this a little bit too much now. Like you you didn't work it out, it's over, you gotta move on. I think she's gonna lean Sasha. But who is it that storms off? Sasha? Sasha storms off. I mean, I you know what, to be honest, she sat there a lot longer than I thought she was going to. That's true. But then the problem is is that the fight got increasingly nastier. Yes, and then it Sasha did. threw some digs at Autumn and brought some things up and kind of antagonized her. And that's where yeah, that's there was some... nobody wins.
1: I mean, there were tears that came Yep.
2: insinuated. That she was kind of, you know, Sasha teased some men.
1: information that, that she had from Lonnie about Autumn's time working at Stingaree. Which
2: I, I I didn't know th- what that I, was. That to me wasn't even Googleable. I was like, I'm not even going <laughs> to waste my time on what Stingaree is. I was
1: like, do I want this in my search history?
2: No. <laughs> um,
1: but I don't like that move where somebody's like, oh, I know so much information on you. It's like, just say it.
2: Just say it and don't be that bitch. You know, I felt, okay. Wow. Okay, now I have all sorts of thoughts. Here are my thoughts. I felt like the beginning of the fight, I was very pro-Sasha, because I felt like Autumn completely cut her off and got really nasty really quickly out of the gate for no reason. She didn't do anything to really deserve that. But then as it went on, Sasha did go really low. They just need to stay away from each other, actually. It's no. just not, it, right it, now is not is the time. Is it repairable? I don't think at this point in time it's repairable. I think that the, the conversation that they sat down to have should have been the conversation that repaired all of the damage. But neither women are ready to, they, first of all, they haven't processed what each, what each of them have gone through personally. I think they both need to do that before they could sit down and have a real conversation. Because yeah. they don't miss each other right now, they're just angry at each other.
1: I know, they don't miss each other, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. I usually get to a point with my, first of all, I don't get into these kinds of fights with my friends anymore. I'm a little too old for this, I, I feel mean, like. Yeah. I'm not trying to say I'm, like, super mature. I just don't think I have the kind of energy to get no. so worked up like that anymore. No. But I don't live these women, these ladies' lives, so, you know, more power to them. Whatever they feel, they feel. But for me, it is it, uh, it does usually come down to where I go, oh, I don't. I don't want there to be conflict between us. Like, I love hanging out with this guy. You know what I mean? So eventually, either he or I, whoever I'm talking about, whatever, whatever friend, we just kind of go, oh, fuck that. You know? Like, Like, we're done. Who cares? Do you have any fights like that in your life where you talked about in the past where you had like a good friend and Mm -hmm. then your husband became really good friends with the man that she was with Mm -hmm. and eventually they broke up? But you right. and your husband remained friends yes. with this girl's yes. ex, and so that caused a rift. That between caused a you. huge rift.
2: We are now friends. Okay. We are fine. What, that, what that, did it
1: that took for you guys to get over that? It
2: took a long. I mean, here's the thing: she was mad at me, but it was one of the weirdest situations because I agreed with why she was mad at me. I just didn't know what to do, and I tried right. to have my husband and her um, ex boyfriend not be friends anymore. But these are two grown men we're talking about, and you can't control grown men. Right. And this was my first kind of adult experience where I was like, "This isn't my boyfriend. This isn't a guy I." Really like like this is somebody that's like gotten me a ring like this is the person I plan to spend my life with and unfortunately like this person doesn't want to spend their life with you and you need to also move on from the reality as well yeah at the end of the day we know each other our entire lives so we kind of have that sister so you bond guys are, so
1: you guys are back on you're we're, fine we're back on we're is your fine. Husband still friends with this guy Still
2: friends which also makes me feel like everything did really work out the way it was supposed yeah. to because it's not like that wasn't just a fluke everyone landed where they were supposed to right We actually all hung out together over the summer. I was just
1: gonna ask you that. So, so it's even. So she can hang out with her ex now. She saw him
2: once, and it was with us actually, coincidentally, and it was fine. But this is the issue: women who fight over men, if the man usually that gets resolved pretty quickly. When women are just fighting over each other's character flaws, and you know, want to backstab each other because something fell out, right? Right. Doesn't doesn't recuperate so easily.
1: I can see that. I can understand that.
2: Honestly, can you just say I'm so happy it's over? That's good. Yeah, so I hope that Sasha and Autumn make it work. I just don't. I'm getting too much from Autumn and not enough from Sasha.
1: This other thing that I really wanted to talk about in the episode was... talk about it. Barbie teaching Tito Tito. how to wrestle or whatever, you know, in the ring with him.
2: Mm -hmm. I gotta say, like...
1: I've, I felt like this was really not appropriate.
2: <laughs> I felt like Amber handled that situation. She
1: was so mature.
2: That really made me like Amber a lot more. She was fine. And I felt like it did not reflect well on Barbie. I know she was kidding. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that to one of my friends, boyfriends of 10 years, putting my ass in his face. I understand right. that you're a pro wrestler. You're showing him the ropes. There was a, a real side of flirtation during this whole situation. And I was uncomfortable. Well, and wh- where's Tito's
1: responsibility in that?
2: I felt like he really didn't do much to kind of downplay any of it. It was it all felt
1: very very strange. I understand that both of them like she's in the the entertainment wrestling world and he's in MMA fighting and so somehow those worlds kind of come together even though one is like performance art and the other is like actual like beating the shit out of somebody. Yep. But but it's like I would not. I don't know. Like, I'm normally like, everybody can do whatever they want. Too much. Yeah. And and by the way, in, in MMA, certainly men don't fight women. And even, I think, in WWE, I don't really watch it. But it's like usually the guys fight with the guys and girls fight with the girls and stuff.
2: Usually what it is is they're partnered up. And so she was basically like explaining what she would do if she was on like the partner of the guy he was fighting. I mean, I guess. But it was just it was not. And it also made me realize like how immature Barbie is. Barbie is not a 30 year old woman of the same mindset that I am.
1: No, she's having a good
2: time. She was giggling and laughing. And (gasps) wait, what about the dinner leading up to this whole arrangement as well. Like, that also was way too flirtatious. And that also kind of made me feel for her, you know, husband who's a little bit on the rocks with his wife, as she's very clearly explained. I was kind of like, there's a reason he's irritated. Like, you're not aware of how you come across. Well,
1: that's just it, and that, and I think- Well, that's
2: just it. (laughs) Well, that's just it.
1: (laughs) I'm gonna tell you what I think about this. Tell
2: me, I wanna know. Um,
1: No, uh, this whole time we've been really feeling for Barbie. Yes. And now, all of a sudden, in Mm -hmm. episode five, I'm like, well, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Now I'm starting to see what Sheldon is probably totally annoyed with. You're all over the place, and I don't think you understand who and what you are. Now, there might be a part of Barbie that still likes that. You know, she's not dead. She's young still. And beautiful. And and absolutely gorgeous. So, So she probably enjoys a certain amount of that power, that flirty power that sh- that you have before you get married. Mm-hmm. But once you're married you- I think you have to dial a lot of that
2: back. You do. And look, it takes a really confident man. I'm somebody that's very outgoing. My husband deals with a lot. I'm I'm in your face. I'm challenging you. I have a lot of male energy. You know, it takes a certain guy right. um, and if you're lucky enough to have found somebody like that who accepts you for who you are and knows that, that you have that flirtatious side, great. I don't think Barbie married that man. And I think she needs to pay attention to that a little bit more. As I said to you last episode, I don't think that this is a relationship that's going to be that's yeah. gonna last he is not happy it's very visible in all of the things that they do together right and didn't say one word I know so I guess what the takeaway from this is that I have an immense amount of respect for Amber that is a woman oh my god who is in charge of her emotions she's very cool and you know what I liked about Amber as much as well um, is that she was really concerned about him hurting his neck and so was I and I even felt like are you kidding Tito like hello like, do you want your neck to snap? Like, you are literally right. hitting the ground. Right. And, and what Amber said in her confessional was like, this is a boxing ring. This is not the ring that they would be wrestling in. There is no padding on this floor right now. Like, I mean, I have to be with this person. And I just felt like, I don't know, Barbie in that scene, couple points docked for me. wasn't into her.
1: Um, what else
2: is there? What else happened in this episode?
1: Okay, well, Natalie and Olivia, they previewed their collection, but they also, they wanted to do it to the... <laughs> Let me ask you a question okay here. ask me they they preview their collection, but it's also so they can get like feedback from people on what they would change or if they liked a certain part of it or if they would adjust this or that T- is that like cheating <laughs> I mean you know is it like you're 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 sort of showing a collection that's not all the way done so you can kind of focus group it with friends and family that can kind of give you ideas or tips on how to make it better I, I mean, listen, I can't design shit, so I'm not trying to come down too hard. But when I saw that, I was like, well. Why don't you just wait till we're finished here? You're a designer. So design and have confidence in your designs. Yes. It's weird that you would take it out and be like, what do you think? I think
2: it was more of a progress report for the girls to be like, you think we're not working? You're going to call us pro-ho's and think that we're getting bags and money for men? But look, this is actually what we've been doing up until this point. All right. So I think they just wanted to jump that jump that yeah shape a little bit early but but how yes. does
1: that work I mean if no. you were gonna design a line no
2: there's no pre no there's like a preview for press when the line is complete. Right. you don't design half the collection and show Vogue
1: right? right you design the collection
2: it. you have a press preview and everybody gets to you know decide yeah. how they feel about it but this I think was just primarily for the girls to show the other girls like you've obviously had a lot to say mm. in previous episodes so this is what we've actually been doing and how we're buying our Chanel bags So, I didn't mind that so much.
1: I'm trying to remember when I watched the September issue. Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) Fabulous (laughs) documentary. Fabulous.
1: Um, All of these designers, they would show Anna Wintour their collections, and they would get feedback from her.
2: Yes. But these were up-and-coming designers, mostly. Well, no, I guess they... God, when was the last time I saw that movie? You can preview a collection, but it's a full collection. Mm -hmm. Or she can... First of all, it's Anna Wintour, so we're talking about completely... You're going That's down a true. completely different That's road true. here. These
1: girls are asking yeah. the other WAGs to yeah, you know, like, give feedback. G- yeah, yeah,
2: no. I think that d- designers do want... Like, there is like a midpoint in designing where they're like, okay, is this completely not the right direction? Like, is Vogue magazine not going to feature this? And then you have Anna Wintour. Again, totally different um, <laughs> right. avenues of the world. <laughs> right. So, right. yeah, I'm proud of the girls that they showed anybody any part of their collection. That's true.
1: That's true. We and you give them props for that. I'm giving props. I'm giving props. I'm asking innocent questions. Yes. I know it sounds like I'm being a dick. I'm just asking innocent questions. You're not being a dick for never. Thank a dick. you. Thank you.
2: Um, uh, can we now talk about Larry and Nicole wedding ring? What are your thoughts about that? I I'd mean, like to get your male perspective.
1: I, you know, look, I think that if I told somebody that I really wasn't wear- interested in wearing a ring and the reason is, is because it's going to flop around my, my,
0: my ring knuckle? finger,
1: my broken knuckle and look all crazy. That's one reason. And if my partner goes to the trouble of trying to build something that actually takes that into account, I think it's super sweet. But in the beginning when he was like, hey, I thought we had a conversation about this ring already, I also agreed with him on that, where it's like, we've talked about this already. You seem to keep wanting to get your way, get your way, get your way. You won't let things lie.
2: Here's the thing, and it's kind of a theme that I've noticed throughout every episode on the show. There is such a relentless insecurity from all these women attached to their men, and it's very hard for me to relate to. And Nicole wants her husband to wear a ring because she wants him to be perceived as taken to anybody coming near him. She doesn't care about his broken knuckle. She wants him to wear a ring regardless. I thought it was very sweet that she went out of her way to find a ring that fit him and made it work, and I was really happy with his response. There was a minute where I kind of was like, wait, is he, does he not want to wear a ring because he doesn't want to seem married? I'm a little bit confused by that because he right. was just like, we've talked about this, like what's the big deal? But So I kind of was like, Ugh, where is this going to go? But the second he you know, got the ring, and she did everything for him, and he was happy about it. I liked him even more. But it's it's the insecurity from these women and their men and how they need to control them. I mean, again, I, don't, I am not married to a professional athlete. I do not know what it's like to have women chase my husband left, right, and center. Right. I'm sure that would be a very difficult thing to experience, and I'm sure I would have my fair share of paranoia. But these are your men. They've been your men for many years. You have birthed their children. They are not leaving you clearly. And look, the reality is it's really difficult. It's really... Difficult to be monogamous in general. I mean, but I believe that you're emotionally monogamous. And I feel like when these men step out on their wives or do whatever, they're not emotionally cheating on their wives. They're just doing something that unfortunately is in their nature. And it's not acceptable. It's not okay. But that's why it's such a, why these relationships are so troublesome. Because it's like, it's tricky. Right. But these women have got to relax. (laughs) It's really unbecoming. And it makes women look bad. Like, just chill. You can't be this obsessed with this person
1: and I agree with what you're saying I don't think it happens all the time I mean certainly uh, we have seen women act strong and powerful and in charge I mean I don't totally. think I don't think autumn gets that way about her man or at least I haven't seen her act that way this season great point about great her point. man um, you know I, it's so funny because I um, I'm so for the concept of emotional monogamy but that Physical monogamy is important.
2: Are you, are you p- impressed with that whole thing I just came up with? Yeah. I no, mean,
1: that's really great because... Um, it's the reality. It's it's actually where I exist with my relationship.
2: I love that we just went there. Okay, yeah. tell me. Yeah. Yeah,
1: because my boyfriend and I, you know, we're both grown men. Yes. Who have had a couple of long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. And he dealt with some, with some issues around infidelity in his past. Okay. Uh, and as have I. And... We both said when we were falling in love with one another that it does not, it doesn't interest us to have a a fully monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, some people say, oh, that means you're open. Well, there are, you know, we have all of these. There's levels to openness. Yeah, there's levels to openness. Exactly. And we have conversations about it. And those conversations are are nothing that we're afraid of. Right. There's no insecurity between the two of us. Which is amazing. We're so in love with one another. And, you know. Granted, we're going on three years, so we're still, you know, we're not, we haven't been together for years and years. But the feeling that I have in this relationship is better than I've ever had in any other relationship because we both came into it saying, let's not worry about the preciousness of monogamy, the physical monogamy all the time for the rest of our life. Oh, my God, I, I can only have sex with you for the rest of my life. Like, let's not let that be.
2: The controlling factor of our relationship. Which I
1: think so many people
2: are caught up on. And the reason why you're so in love and you have such a healthy, balanced relationship is because you both get to be your most honest, authentic selves within one another. Exactly. And there's no shame. And there's no side behavior. And there's no
1: secrets. Nothing.
2: Yeah. And I think that that's amazing. I feel like more straight couples should be like that as well. I do too. Which, by the way, I don't know. It frees you up. It does free you up. I am not. I do. I very rarely get hit on very rarely not i mean i really don't get hit on really it's it's i really don't get hit on like but i go out you probably out,
1: just aren't like available you know your energy isn't like available to others I, to to do that yeah
2: maybe you probably have
1: a focused closed up energy that's hanging out with you and your husband
2: true or like if i'm with friends in new york like even this right. weekend like i wasn't really approached by anybody i wasn't really approached by anybody in a bar i mean people look at me but it's not like you know so true it is all about energy but i think think that again i've only been married i haven't been married for two years we've been together for five so not that much more than you and your husband or boyfriend um but i think that being open with your partner and as open as possible because at the end of the day this person's supposed to be your best friend and you want to be able to say look i'm feeling this way the second it starts to become a secret is when it becomes a problem and that's and that's what's we're still stuck at this, like, part traditional, part, like, it's like nobody can exist under these rules.
1: I know. I just don't think it's natural. Now, look, there's a lot of people, when I start to have this conversation with them, and uh, by the way, I'm not even one of these guys that's like, nobody should be a monogamy. It's like, do whatever you, you want. want. Honestly. Like, I, I rarely even bring it up because I think it makes people uncomfortable. A hundred percent. Because people start going, oh, I could never have that. No, I don't want my boyfriend. Don't start talking about that in front of my boyfriend, you yep. know. And yep. it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, that's fine. Whatever works for you works for you. But I feel like kind of bad for people that there's just, there's this pristine thing called monogamy and that the moment there's a nick on it, the moment there's, there's something that goes against it, that you make one little mistake here or there. Oh, all my trust is gone. Your I can never trust this agent. person again. Oh, our relationship, it's over. It's like, really? Really? I, I, I was just talking about this with the, uh, over Thanksgiving a couple of weeks ago and, and, and somebody was saying, oh my God, if my partner ever ever you know messed around with another person, I would never be able to trust them again. And I go, really?
2: I think it's really about having the conversation so you know where you stand. Or right. if you're together for a certain amount of time and feelings change and one partner wants to explore different options, that conversation needs to happen. So you're saying,
1: because okay, that's, that's what, what they I'm were saying, saying too, is if they lie. If like, I don't think they could, I could trust them because it's not just that they did it, but it's that they didn't tell me. If my
2: husband started talking to another woman woman behind my back and started seeing her on the side and sleeping with her and he told me I think it'd be different if he found out if I found out on my own I mean I'm just trying to go into all the different layers of this I would be upset if I found something on his phone I would kill him basically so I can understand that um if he came to me I think also women don't want to be left I think that's the real fear sure so if my husband said I slept with this woman, I messed up, it was one time, I don't love her, I want to continue our relationship, I think a part of me would be, I don't want to say okay, because I haven't experienced that, but probably relieved. If he said, I'm falling in love with someone else and I'm packing my bags tomorrow, that is a very different experience.
1: Well, that's that's one of the things that my boyfriend and I said to each other was, you know, if it's, you had a couple of drinks or whatever and you guys messed around a little bit, it was one time... that's no big deal if you're making plans to see that person again Mm -hmm. that's different
2: if you're if this other person if this third party comes in and starts to take away from your relationship your sexual activity that's the problem or
1: not even yeah sexual activity yes or you're you're just like texting them Mm -hmm. oh my god that was really fun that was really hot that night. or I can't wait to see you again any of that that's that goes into a whole nother direction. 100 percent That's where it's taking the energy out of your relationship. Yes,
2: yes. In my opinion, I'm my with opinions. you. I agree. I am I have your same opinions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm.
2: God, we got so deep today.
1: We did get deep today. I like it. <laughs> All right, I'll see you next week.
0: Yes, I can't wait. You're listening to Clapback, the official Wags Podcast.
1: Dominique Penn, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm good. Did I catch you at a good time?
0: Yeah, this is a good time. I'm going into like my husband's wing of the house where he doesn't hear anything. So it's totally fine.
1: Okay. You're going into the husband's wing of the house. A sentence you only hear from a wag.
0: (laughs) Well, no, like, you know, like we have his and her bathrooms, like. I'm very anal about like toilets and stuff and I don't want anybody to know my toilet. So when we bought our home, we loved it because, you know, we have separate closets and separate bathrooms.
1: So it's
0: like his and hers.
1: I totally get that. And I'm jealous (laughs) I'm jealous of you.
0: (laughs) Ah, (laughs) Telby. I
1: I would love I would love for my boyfriend and I to have his and hers toilets.
0: you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, when your ass sit down and spread on the toilet, like I'm trying to come be behind you and spread my ass on the toilet like right I your greasy ass. You know what I'm like, no. I don't even like sitting behind my kids. The I, only person I sit behind is my daughter. It's because I, I still wipe her.
1: There you go. And, you know, the thing is, is, if there's one aspect where you can go ahead and just be bougie,
0: I, I would say it's this.
1: I would say yes. it's this area. Anything having yes. to do with the bathroom. Yes, yes. I was having a conversation on the show. God, it was a (laughs) while ago. I was talking to Darnell a few shows back, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we were both saying that one of the biggest turnoffs when you first start dating somebody is when is when their bathroom isn't right.
0: Yes, yes. It's
1: like it leaves such an impression, and I always say this is the place where you get clean. So everything about it should should be should be clean and yes, you know, pristine to a certain degree. I mean, actually, it doesn't have to be like too. you know, we don't have to get crazy, crazy, but it's got to be clean.
0: All I'm saying is I didn't make the rule. God made the rule. He said cleanliness is next to godliness and holiness. So I just following by what God said to do. And that's what he said. And that's what I'm abiding by.
1: There you go. Amen.
0: And the church okay. said. And the church said amen. amen.
1: <laughs> Dominique Pan, I'm I'm so glad to be talking with you. You're like making making my day today. I oh, love it.
0: You got good I'm spirit. I happy to be here. Thank you. Well, Thank you.
1: And and you know, we just we saw the episode last night, episode 5 in season 3. Everybody is still talking about it on Twitter, but
0: Oh, what's going on? I'm, what's going on? I
1: am dying to hear your perspective because all season long We've been watching this build between Autumn and Sasha. Oh. And finally, it comes to fruition where we, the two women finally sit down with each other. And yeah. let's first talk about Uh-oh. your perspective, your perspective on that fight.
0: To be honest, I was really disgusted. I just feel like, you know, I'm looking at two beautiful black women on national television. And, you know, they both are gorgeous. They're both out there doing their thing. And, you know, it's not what I hope for the outcome to be, you know, um, when you genuinely care about someone, you know, those type of fights are never, never fun to watch. You right. know what I'm saying? Because you care about those two people. And, you know, I do care about Sasha and I do care about Autumn. You know, we all are in this NFL circle together. And people forget that when you're waxed, quote unquote, you lean on each other. Like this is like your second family. You know, I, you know, I met my husband young and, You know we i had to pick up and move across country for my husband i knew no one in the city so i relied on those friends to help me and kind of show me the way of what's going on so i wasn't at home you know alone depressed in the house not doing anything right so you know they become your foundation and just to see that foundation be a broken it's it's just very painful to watch yeah
1: those people are gonna know things about you and they're gonna know sides of you that you you might have grown past in your life, and so when Sasha says, "Oh, hey, listen, I got some dirt on you," or Lonnie's got dirt on you, it's like, "Well, mm-hmm. yeah," because Autumn's been around for a while, and you know, we're not all the same person we were five right. years ago. Right, and six you years know ago. what?
0: I didn't, you know what? I didn't like that either. I didn't like it from either one of them. Sure, you know what I'm saying. They both were. Sasha wasn't the only one throwing digs. They both were throwing digs. You know what I'm saying? It's but true. they're it's true. They're, throw, they're throwing digs. To prove their point. You know what I'm saying? One it's like one of them just wanna be right. <laughs> Instead of just saying, you know what? I heard this, I heard this was going around, and we just need to find out how to resolve it. Right. And that and that's my problem because to be honest, boo, everybody done does some shit in their life. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. No one is God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we have not been delivered. I'm joking, but uh, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like everybody has their cross to bear. And I just feel like throwing up stuff, especially when you're on national TV and you know you're on national TV, it's just never good. And it's just really going to be hard for those girls to come back from that.
1: You said, and I, you know, maybe you want to wait until the next episode. I don't know because I haven't haven't seen uh any of these, but you said you, you felt like you were going to have to choose a side or you're going to have to stop hanging out with either of them. So,
0: right just to generalize it all, um, anytime you're in the middle of two women, um, eventually you're not going to be able to laugh at the jokes that one is saying about another without feeling like you're being phony to the other. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eventually you're not going to be able to sit at, like I'm not going to be able to sit at a table with Autumn and people are talking about Sasha if Sasha's my friend. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I didn't allow, you know, um, her sister really to say anything because I felt like, don't, I, li- I like you me and you are hella cool but at the same time sasha is my friend so you can't say anything to me because you're not in it i need to talk to autumn you know what i'm saying and right. it's and the same thing for go for sasha
1: so if you had to choose a side based on everything uh-huh. that's gone down at this point where would you where would you land
0: uh i'll still be in circling in the air okay so that you... means that i'm on my private jet right now yeah. and I see a clear landing, and I can't see the ground. I don't see the lights, so I can't land into uh, LAX right now because it's too foggy.
1: (laughs) Okay, I got the metaphor. You took that all Uh the way to the end. I love it. Uh You're such a straight shooter. I want to do something that my therapist likes to do with me from time to time. It's a little word association. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to say a name of the cast member. You're going to tell me the word that comes to mind right away. Okay. Let's start with,
0: let's start with an
1: easy one. Barbie.
0: Barbie. uh, I will say fun. Barbie's a whole lot of fun. All
1: right. A whole lot of fun. All right. I will
0: say Barbie fun.
1: Let's keep going. Natalie. <laughs> I, I think, get them, I think you know, we just heard the word. By the way, I think it was. Uh, weird.
0: Ew, uh, and I say that ew because you know I. It's sad. I you know I've conversed with them only a little bit, so when it comes to personality wise, I, it's hard for me to really give you a direct. But why do you
1: one have one. that ugly feeling that comes up when you hear her name?
0: Because you know I'm a very big advocate, and I know they're quote unquote on not on social media because their social media is for you know their business purposes and things like that. I just feel like when you feel like someone in your crew, like someone is coming after them off of something that, you know, wasn't said or wasn't right, like they don't take up for us. And I feel like, you know, I do a lot in the Twitter and Instagram, like kind of voicing my opinion, like taking up for people, you know what I'm saying? And I just feel like it's not reciprocated. Okay. so, you know, even though that's not what they're doing, because they're so busy working and they don't care. But I'm so busy working and I have three businesses. I have three kids plus a bonus plus a husband and all this other shit that I gotta deal with and I still make time. Okay. That's why you get the, uh.
1: Yeah. All right, next yeah. one, next one. Word association with Dominique. Next name, Michelle.
0: Uh, spicy. <laughs> spicy, <laughs> Michelle. She's my little, she's like my little Speedy Gonzalez. Like, Michelle, she'll say something so quick, you'll be like, hold up. Like, I didn't even touch. <laughs>
1: i gotta tell you i agree with you i mean when when she first was like coming on the scene i was like ooh, i just found a new favorite cast
0: member no michelle she will just say some shit and she girl michelle but see people don't also see michelle doesn't really just go off the bat just talking you know what i'm saying like you really got to be messing with michelle to get michelle i mean she's spicy she's latina you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she's spicy, you know, and I love that about her. She's fun. You know, she's energetic, you know, she'll keep you on your feet. But she's also a mom. She's, you know, she's she's a wife. You know, she's out there doing things. And I can't talk about what's going to happen. You guys are going to actually see what she's been going through.
1: All right. Next one, Sasha. What's the word you first think of when I say the name Sasha? Uh,
0: first thing I said, personality.
1: Personality. Really?
0: Mm-hmm. And I say that to say that in almost like a neutral way as far as like I want to see Sasha come out of her shell. I want to see Sasha like like when she was in Trinidad, I felt like she was happy. Like you got to see her. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to see more of that Sasha. You know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes she can be very reserved. Okay. And, you know, I just want to, you know, give her personality like, you know, just an energy boost.
1: All right. And next up. Sasha's rival, Autumn. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say Autumn?
0: Autumn, um, I would I say free spirit. Free spirit. Uh, I would say free spirit because Autumn is kind of like she goes with the flow. Like she's cool, she's fun. And uh, she has her hands in everything, kind of like myself. You know, she's cooking, she has her block, you know, she started her t shirt line. You know, she's really, you know, productive. And, um, you know, she reminds me of almost like a little free spirit, like a little free bird. Um, you know, but she she has a lot to learn too. You know, we've talked. She has, you know, she's young, you know, and she has a lot of growth, just like everybody. And I think, you know,
1: all right, I got you. All right, let's keep going. Amber, what's the first word that comes to mind when you hear? You Amber? already
0: know, bitch, fuck her. I don't like her. I don't care. Like, no.
1: Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like. I don't like Amber.
1: It. You, no. You're completely no. done with Amber.
0: I'm completely, you know, it comes to a point where I feel like it's like Olivia revealed to me, uh, not Olivia, Natalie, revealed to me that, you know, she used to play uh, soccer professionally, right? So if something were to be going on where, you know, it had some type of involvement with her sport, I, out of love for, you know, just our WAGs, I'm not going to get online and be talking reckless about what she's doing or what she's a part of. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, we're coworkers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if and they teach you your mama should have taught you, don't talk about religion, don't talk about sexuality, and don't talk about politics. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't if you don't have anything nice to say. Period. Right, right. And I've seen a lot of comments come from her that I have put aside racial comments. I mean, it's it just goes down the list and I don't, it comes to a point where you just be like, I'm done. Okay. You know whether she respects me or not. I just I can't do Amber. No.
1: All right. What word comes to mind when I say Nicole?
0: Uncertain. Uncertain. Nicole is very uncertain because I feel like you know she, you know. Let me tell. Let me put a scenario out. You know you get you meet a lot of women that you know you hear that they're so nice that, and all this, and then the the nice guy ends up doing something to you, and then when someone reacts to it, then it's their fault not the nice person because this person has been so nice that everybody else they can't wrap their heads of how this person could just do such a thing mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so i'm just i've been hearing a little thing uh through the grapevine so i'm very right now uncertain about nicole
1: okay all right
0: mm-hmm.
1: i can understand that last one word association olivia she cool okay she cool you had an ugh from Natalie, and you've got cool from Olivia. Well, because, so obviously, because, there's a slightly they're not they're not twins. They don't no, rank on the same they're place totally, for you. They're
0: to- well. I feel like Olivia becomes more personable sometimes. Like Natalie might not come over and talk, but Olivia will come over and talk and like clarify something. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Dominique, no, like, no, it's not like that. And then Natalie would come over and be like, oh, okay, Dominique, like, you know, we really like you. Like, we love you. You know, you're a great addition to the show. But I don't need you just to tell me that off the show. I need you to tell me that on the show. I need you to tell me that when these people are attacking me, thinking I don't like y'all. Right. I just feel like, you know, if you like me, like me. If you don't, then let's show that. Let's show why. Let's work through it. Why yeah. don't you like me? But don't be fake.
1: Dominique I have completely enjoyed talking to you today really I have uh, Thank I, you. I wasn't sure what to expect because like I said I haven't seen enough of you on the show but already now I'm like I need more Dominique in my life
0: I, I think the world needs more Dominique than in their life and if they want to check me out yeah where can, can people find you me? They can find me on Instagram at Dominique pin underscore. You got to get the underscore. If you don't put the underscore, I don't know who you going to find. So you got to put the <laughs> underscore at Dominique dot com or on Twitter at Dominique Penn.
1: Thank you so much. I hope you have a great week.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. It was totally fun. They follow me on Twitter. They follow me on Twitter. Tweet on the street. Twitter. Twitter.
2: Twitter. Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Okay,
1: here's what you're talking about on Twitter right now. At Chaos Theory writes, I feel so bad for how desperate Nicole is. Larry doesn't want to wear a ring because he doesn't want to marry you. You were the only one that could nag him into it. Bless her heart. (laughs) Okay, guys, I keep hearing comments like this, but what you all fail to understand is that Larry English... And every successful man I've ever met would never let himself be nagged into something as serious as marriage. Maybe when there's a kid involved or, I don't know, when somebody has something really serious over their head, possibly. But none of that is the case here. It's Nicole. She's beautiful, smart, charming. These guys want to marry each other. It's real. Like, I don't know what you guys think you're cracking the case on. All right. At IE Slim writes, um, Autumn was talking, then Sasha wanted to start her story, but Autumn wasn't finished. And now Sasha's mad? Yeah, they both need a little brush up on their listening skills. And at, um, I don't know how to pronounce this... Wait, I think it's Leslie Leslie Backwards uh, writes, I didn't know what to expect from her, but I'm really liking Dominique on this show. Right? I completely agree. And after talking with her today, I am all in on Dominique. And at White Teeth Probs writes, Barbie rubbing her ass in another man's face on television. No wonder her husband doesn't want to be with her. (sighs) Yeah, that was probably not the best thing in the world to do with the... Issues that they're having right now. But anyway, at X Beauty of an Angel X writes, Ah, Larry's face when he saw that he could open the wedding ring and wear it. I think he didn't want to wear the ring because of his knuckle. Nicole is such a great wifey to her hubby. Well, they're not married yet, but I do agree that was pretty thoughtful. All right, those are the tweets from this week. Keep them coming at clapbackwags on Twitter or email us at clapbackwags at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Clapback, the official Wags podcast right now on iTunes. That's all for now. We'll see you next week we